Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. When I was ordained, I was given a new first name, huh? Father. And that was my title. And so I had to kind of get used to that right away because nobody ever called me father before. And all the years that I've been a priest then, the thing that's best most about the title father is that it gives me access into everyone's life. When people are going through crisis, when they're ill, they're near death, they just need support or help or guidance, they, title Father, allows me to enter into their lives, and the people welcome me. When there's great joy, when there's an engagement and they want to get married, there's a baptism, there's an anniversary to celebrate, or someone's recovered from an illness, they invite me as well, and the title Father gets me into their lives to celebrate great joy. The best thing about having the title Father is I'm able to get into so many lives by people welcoming me. And in the course of our conversation, you are part of it as well. You, the community, the people of God. Because whenever I invite people to say, would you like us to pray for you? Can we have your name and pray for you at Mass or put you on a list or let you know that the community of St. Patrick's is praying for you? Will that be okay? And for so many years, two and a half decades, I've seen the body language and the mindset of people change immediately. Yes. There are people who call the parish office so that their name or the names of loved ones make it on the prayers of the faithful. Something happens in their mindset that says, I'm not alone in suffering. uh, People will remember me, or I'm close to that community, or this community really has an important role in my life. And for some strange reason, you, the people of God, even at 1030 Mass today, You have a role that maybe a lot of times you're clueless about. The sacredness of community and how you make a difference in people's lives. The readings today speak about God wanting to save all humanity. And in the first reading from the prophet Baruch, he speaks about God wanting to help and aid a people that is broken and tired and coming back from exile. And God seeks to help humanity that is helpless and in adversity. And God wants all humanity to experience that. What a powerful thing from Baruch in the Old Testament to say salvation is meant for everyone. Everyone is invited to partake in it, but to receive salvation from our loving God. And when the terms then are used... Make ready the way of the Lord. Lay down the mountains and fill in the valleys. A lot of times Christians think that's God's role. God will do it. We'll just stand here. We'll do our prayers. And we'll just wait, God, until you get it done. And then we'll benefit and our neighbors will benefit. That's not true. You and I have an active role in bringing about the light of Advent to a darkened world. And we do that by being part of the community. In Luke's gospel, what a strange gospel that it starts off listening all the hard words. Deacon Lou, you did a good job. Those are tough words, huh? I mean, who cares what he says? Well, this person was in charge of this area, can't even pronounce it. 
Why is Luke doing that? Well, one, we know he's an historian, but he's not writing in a historical way for facts. He is naming all the people in political power at that time. And he's telling everyone at that time that God is working in the midst of humanity. Even in the midst of power, God is ever working. Whenever people would go to battle, the leaders, and they would come back victorious from battle, people would shout out, Lord and Savior. Luke is saying, "Uh uh-uh. In the end, when Advent comes, when the kingdom of God comes, only one Lord and Savior is Jesus Christ. And even people who are politically powerful will also bend their knee. Luke is reminding us even today, be careful if you allow your politics and people in power and your prestige for power to guide everything in your life, it won't work. That is only darkness. Jesus Christ, Luke tells us, is that way that brings salvation. And Jesus uses you and I, the community. We have a particular role that we're part of it. At our very baptism, all of you have been made part of the community. But I don't know if all of you realize the sacredness of the call that you have and the beauty of the power and the effect that you have on people's life. It may not make a difference. You're probably wondering, when are we going to go see the Bears and Cardinals when this priest finished? You may not be aware. Because a lot of times we want perfection in community. And we don't see God's hand in the midst of community, or we're not made to feel important. Everything has to be lined up in order for us to be part of a community and to be successful. You know, recently I got a phone call to go to the hospital Saturday during football, so I wasn't happy about that. But I went there, and all of a sudden I walked into the room, and as I talked to the family, I found out the person wasn't Catholic. And my first thought is, well, why, why did you call me? You know, and got rid of that. And so the the other children were there, and the wife was there, so I found out they weren't Catholic either. And I'm thinking, like, well, why was I called? And they said, the daughter who's outside the room on the phone is the Catholic one, and she called. I said, all right. So I talked to the wife and said, "Uh, are you Christian? I kind of wanted to know how to pray with them and and how to do something for them, but I'm frustrated going, God, what what am I doing here? And so the wife kind of gives me a nice little lecture. Well... You know, I'm not involved in any religion, blah, 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 but it's me and God, blah, 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 blah. And I'm thinking, all right, great. Why am I here, you know? And then the person's not Catholic. And so I'm thinking, okay, God, let's just go ahead and get this done and see what happens. So I began to bless him and give him the Catholic prayer of anointing because that was important to the daughter and to the whole family. But all of a sudden, I'm thinking, like, nothing's going to happen. I'm getting ready to go. And so I start with the prayers. And all of a sudden, the wife goes, oh, my God, his eyes are opening. He hasn't done that in a long time. And I'm thinking, great, God, what's going on here, you know? And then at the end of the prayer, he lifts up his hands and holds my hand, and she goes, oh, my God, he hasn't done that for anyone. (laughs) And I leave the room just stupefied, you know, like, there you go again, God, you taught me. Things aren't perfect. It didn't add up. I'm wondering, why am I there? How am I going to touch their life? They don't, they're not even part of the Catholic faith. They don't know the prayers and all. All they know is their loved one's dying. Well, why did you call me there? And then I leave shaking my head. There you go again, God. You taught me. In the midst, in the midst of chaos and messiness and things not adding up, 
God still used me to do his work. How many of you are part of a community and struggle with the messiness and the difficulty? How many times do we opt out in the duty of being part of the community and bringing about the Advent light? I don't like this community because I don't like the preaching of the pastor. I don't like the policies of mask or not having mask. I don't like, you know, the music. I don't like the decisions they're made. The people never really are very nice to me. I don't know. You know, people look, don't appreciate what I do. I'm not sure what the church believes anymore. I'm just not really sure. And people use these reasons to opt out. And they don't understand that being part of family, having the sacred role that you have, is a mission that's in God's hands. God when I was upset that Saturday being there blessing a person who wasn't even Catholic, God told me in the end, shut up, Eric. Let me do my role. You know what? Maybe God's telling you the same thing too. When you're dissatisfied, when you see brokenness, when you see chaos, when you see things not running the way that we think we do, we use that as a reason just to step back and not, role, not understand the role of community. My friends, if you could be there when I'm talking to people who are ready to die, who are afraid, who are ill and don't know when they're going to get well, family members suffering, and when I tell them St. Patrick's Catholic community will pray for you this Sunday, it's unbelievable. And I wish you could see that. It means something to them. And if you just keep looking out and giving reasons why you don't want to be involved, you don't want to move forward, you know, so many people say, I used to care, but I don't like your policies, I don't like your favorite football team, I don't like your homilies and all, I'm just opting out. I still believe in God and do that. You know what? Knock it off. Knock it off. You know what? There's so much suffering in the world, and God's not going to stop for you because you don't agree with what's happening in community, in church, and in the world. All that God wants you is your mind and hearts, and He will do the rest. If you show up, if you pray, if you're faithful to that, and you know that you belong to part of a God's family, no matter what anyone tells you, you belong. You're important. And the only thing that's lacking in this room many times is the awareness of how sacred you are as God's people. And the effect of if you have of being a light when people are helpless or in adversity. Whether it's for you or whether it's other people you encounter in the world, you are God's sacred vessel. And the time has come to stop making excuses to say, I don't like, I don't want, I'm helpless, I don't know what to do, no one appreciates me, no one's like me, i got to go through 12 hoops to serve, why am I doing that? I've heard it all. Knock it off. You're too valuable. And let God use you in whatever way. It doesn't mean you have to sign up for 12 things. Do something. Do something that allows God to use the messiness and the chaos in our lives and in our community. And God will do that, and he's shown that to me many times. But I can't do anything without you. You are always with me on every call and every appointment and every time that I encounter anyone who needs to talk to a priest. You are with me, and you are my secret weapon that I pull out at the end of every conversation. Would you like 
the community of St. Patrick's to pray for you this weekend. I don't think anyone has ever said no to me. They must see something in you. And they must see something that's important that makes them feel that they're not alone and they're less afraid. And for some reason, you, the Catholic community of St. Patrick's, makes a difference. The time has come to stop telling God reasons why you don't want to do it. Reasons why you want to step back. Reasons why that you're not appreciated. There's no special place in heaven for people who quit. There's no statue for people who say, I showed that community because I didn't agree with what they're doing. And sometimes you just have to do it without Father's blessing. That's okay. You don't have to like the pastor. Many people don't, and that's okay. But you know what? Some of them are the holiest people around. Because what's more important is you do the work of the Lord, not liking the pastor. A light has shone in a darkened world. And your role and mine is to bring that back. You are sacred. You are important to God. You are the vessel of Advent for a broken world. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 